my parents' dynamic with money was very different. Even to this day, my dad, if you talk to him, you would think he has nothing. He drives cars until they like are driven into the ground. He like, are you going to eat all that food when you go to dinner? Or, you know, makes different comments. And then my mom is this giver. Um, and my mom didn't have much growing up either. So I think my mom like overcompensated, always wanted to make sure we felt like we had or had those right genes or we did fit in. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends. Our parents shape so much of who we are, including what kind of financial grown-up we are. But what happens when they both have strong personalities and both have very different ways of approaching money and financial planning? Who's right? Could they both be a little bit right? Welcome to the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. We feature interviews with financial grown-ups who share the money stories that shaped their lives, along with lessons from those stories that we can all apply to our own lives. And we also have them share some everyday money tips. Christy Gayton grew up having to find the middle ground, and it shaped who she became and the business she founded and runs, Start Brands, which features planners to boost your productivity. Quick reminder, please rate, review, and share this podcast. We truly appreciate your help in growing our audience. And with that, here is my interview with Christy Gayton. Hey, Christy Gayton, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And I'm so glad to have you here as we wind down 2020 and say goodbye and get ready for 2021. Your company is all about starting anew, starting fresh, but also your products, which are mainly organizers, are targeted towards both 90-day and then full calendar years, which is actually kind of perfect for what we're going through now. Tell us a little bit about Start. So our Start system is a tool that can help you change different areas of your life. It's all those things. It's the finances, which I know is a huge piece and a passion of yours. I'm really big on budgeting. It's on self-care, which is mental, emotional, physical, all those different areas. So tracking our water, tracking our sleep. It's also about getting yourself into that right state for the day. So focusing and gratitude and building those priority to-do lists and time blocking out and being really efficient with our time and our schedule. And with a physical tool, actually writing things down, that mental, cognitive awareness. And when you say something out loud, it can be a dream. When you write it down and make it a plan, it becomes a reality. And then when you take those daily action steps, it's something that can actually be attainable. And there's just something so powerful about pen and paper and actually writing it down and starting. So I'm very passionate about and thankful for what I get to do and the lessons that I've, I've learned as I'm sitting here. I feel like I now have a new checklist for all the things to do at the beginning of the year, but really we don't have to necessarily even put it off a couple of weeks. We can start even now. One thing I've been talking about is that procrastination is something that we're all feeling, but we are past that initial point of this terrible season of all of our lives. You know, in March, it was okay to kind of put your work behind you, but at a certain point, we all need to kind of get motivated and function. And I think that 
for some of us, the new year is a time to do that, even though it's sort of an artificial start. As you say, we can start anytime and you have these calendars to start anytime, which I think is a big message. For those of us that are starting, I love your message that, you know, all these things really do add up and whatever tool makes sense for you, get it going and get back to your life. Because if you wait until things open up again, it could be hopefully not too long, but start your life now, restart your life now. I think that's a really important lesson for all of us. So that's part of why I wanted to have you on today. But I also want to hear more about your life. You have an interesting money story that has to do with conflicting messages from your parents. I mean, one parent was always kind of telling you to save and be really careful with your money. And the other one really wanted you to fit in at school and fit in with the other kids. And and some of that does have to do with having the right stuff, if we're being honest. Tell us your money story. Yeah, absolutely. So my money story is, you know, I was raised with not a lot of money. My parents were entrepreneurs. And when I say entrepreneurs, they weren't like what we think of entrepreneurs now. Like, oh, that entrepreneur, it's so cool. Like one cleaned houses and one was a stonemason. My parents always worked and provided with whatever I needed. But I always felt super different. I would be dropped off to school and a ton truck. And I would literally like scrape the rubble off my pants being like, is someone going to smell this concrete of my dad dropping me off? And dad, can you drop me off back there? My parents' dynamic with money was very different. Even to this day, my dad, if you talk to him, you would think he has nothing. He drives cars until they like are driven into the ground. He like, are you going to eat all that food when you go to dinner? Or, you know, makes different comments. And then my mom is this giver. Um, And my mom didn't have much growing up either. So I think my mom like overcompensated, always wanted to make sure we felt like we had or had those right genes or we did fit in that. You know, so it was two conflicting messages. And when I say my parents didn't teach me about money, they didn't. They never sat me down and said, this is how you do it. This is what you do. This is how you get a credit card. This is how you budget. This is how, but they did teach me about money. They taught me a lot of lessons. And I actually started, quote unquote, like working. Uh, I've always been a hustler, a grinder. I've started helping my mom at age six, like emptying trash cans and putting vacuum lines, like those perfect little vacuum lines and people's like, you know, office complexes. And so that kind of carried with me to different areas of my life. And I've always kind of been an old soul and really falling into numbers. So yeah, it's just a huge passion of mine. And I'm thankful for all the lessons. And I always joke and I joke with my little brothers. So there's four of us, I have an older brother and myself, and then we have two younger brothers. And I always joke, we were raised very differently. And we were. My dad, like I said, he was a stonemason. And a point in his career, he he made a switch and he literally laid the stone, like his laborious work. And a point in his career, he was like, I'm going to have a stone yard and I'm going to start having laborers and different people that do this and crews. And uh, he made a switch from being an owner to an operator. I'm, I'm sorry, from an operator to an owner. I'm sorry. Uh, instead of working just in his business work, like that business work for him, he still grinds and he still works so much. And I, I see them and I, I'm thankful for their lessons. And I also still see a big aspect that I'm like, I don't want to be that. I need to switch. You know, I've been making switches in my own business as well of making that switch because I want the freedom that something doesn't rule me or own me, that I'm doing what I love passionately, but it's not controlling me, if that makes sense. Were you conscious of the different messages that your parents were giving you while you were growing up that your dad was kind of penny pinching and your mom was saying, well, I do want you to have the right genes for school? No, absolutely not. I don't think that I was conscious at all. It took, I think, a lot of my own personal lessons to feel them for me to even be conscious and aware and thankful for what they were teaching me and showing me. I bought my first house when I was 17. I bought my first car at 15. And my parents gave us both me and my brother, like both a little bit of money for a car. And I was like, hmm. 
So this is all we get. And, you know, (laughs) my dad might hear this podcast, but my mom flipped me an extra little bit of money, but it wasn't much. And both of me and my brother, like he got an old, old Jeep and I went and bought a brand new Mustang because I worked my butt off. And it was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I, you know, so I set a really high goal. So I've always been that like budget, goal, action, go. And I do know that that's how you get where you're wanting to go is create a strategy and follow through with it daily, even on the days that you don't want to. But I've totally had to rebuild my life and learn a bunch of lessons. You can't do it self-sacrificing. You can't doing it without giving yourself some grace for making mistakes because I have made financial mistakes myself. I've made investments. I've made purchases and done things to fit in. Like what? I bought my first car, quote unquote, like meaning with my own money, my own companies, like whatever. And I didn't share about it because I felt like I felt like I couldn't. I felt like people would feel a certain way about it or whatever, but it was literally a a purchase that I didn't just purchase for myself. It was a purchase that it made me feel significant and I don't need it. I will be like my dad now. I literally will drive a car into the ground. I don't care what it looks like. What is the lesson from your money story for our listeners? What's the takeaway? A takeaway is you need to be authentic and honest with yourself. What are your priorities and what do you want? What decisions are you making based on other people? Whether it be close family members, whether it be social media, whether it be the neighborhood, the environment, the whatever circumstances, are there decisions that you're financially making that are for other people and how they make you feel significant? Or is it authentically something you're getting that makes you happy an experience or whatever? So I think that's a huge lesson. Yeah, I love the idea of recognizing that sometimes we do things financially to make us feel significant. That's interesting. Absolutely. I think we do. I think we all do. We all want to feel significant. We all want to feel belonging. We all want to feel connected and love. And I think that it's learning to let go of the areas where you know that you don't belong and just authentically being you and okay and being real with yourself, being real that maybe your numbers look different this year, being real that your numbers might look different than your neighbor's number or your best friend's numbers. And that's okay. I think that we all have to give ourselves some grace and learn to be very present in the moment. And from here, just making plans with how do we move our life forward in a congruent way. So well said. You brought with you an everyday money tip that's also going to help us get organized for the new year. Absolutely. So I'm big on visuals. Uh, Part of our start planner, it starts with goals and a vision board, you know, 90 day strategies. I'm big on us visually seeing that. I think that that helps us. It helps us remember things. So one thing that I do with my my money is I actually visualize my money. So I create different buckets. So I have a main checking account and then I create savings accounts and each of those savings accounts are for different things. So if I'm wanting to renovate my kitchen, I have one for vacations. Um, I have a savings account for just legit rainy day savings account. I have one for my taxes. They're not escrowed into my main, my main house. So I have one for my taxes. So I basically, what I do is I set up auto draws to those things. So they're set up as bills. And when I log into my account or when I see these different things, they're visualized or what they are. So if it's for a vacation, I can visually see that money going out and uh, getting that attainment. So I think that those life lessons that I learned at a young age of getting that car, buying that house and setting those visual things, I think it helps people. Like as we're feeling like we're not making progress, even if it's just creating a savings account, I'm going to pay off this debt. Like if it's a credit card that you have Mm -hmm. and you pick that highest credit card that you have and let's pay it off. Like even if it's visually seeing that money and just paying it down, I think that 
there's so much to be said for visualizing and creating buckets with our with our money so that we feel the progress and we see the progress. Because I think that ultimately as humans, I know for me, and I think this is really relative for everybody, we thrive when we see progress. So creating these visualizations helps us to see that progress. Absolutely. So well said. Thank you so much. Tell us more about where people can find out more about you and the start organizers. Yeah. So you can find out about our start planners and the start system at startplanner.com. It has all the information. We basically have the quarterly undated, which is a 90 day. You can start absolutely anytime. And it's literally the one that I take with me everywhere. I love like all of our planners have that same start system. It's got the financial, the health, and it's just, there's so many things that people don't think about. Like knowing what we're going to eat for the week, right? Like knowing what you're planning out, what you're going to eat for the week, knowing that, creating a plan for it, knowing the way you need to go to the grocery store. So like in the back of our start planners, it has like a weekly tear out list. Every single day has planning out your meals. So just taking those little steps and combining life and finances and all that together, that's what the start system does. It helps to create freedom so that you're not worrying about what am I eating for lunch? What am I eating for dinner? What am I going to feed? What am I like? It just takes away those things. And that's part of rebuilding habits and putting systems in place that can be congruent to growth and strategy for things that you do want to be focusing on. Like if if it's that dream that you want to do, or if it's that vacation, or if it's that relationship that you want to work on or whatever it may be. So, or even just planning for when the pandemic hopefully ends soon and you have all of these things that you want to do, you can put them on there and start putting them in process, start planning that trip for maybe next fall, whatever it may be. I love that idea of looking forward and getting organized and feeling like you have accomplishments that you're literally checking off your list. I think that's a great thing. Even if it's short term, like planning the week's dinners or planning vacations for next year, I think it's all wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So Start Planner is where you can find out about me. And then Start With Christy is my website with all of my information of my speaking and the different... And your podcast. And my podcast. Which I am on coming up. Yes. So you guys will have to come listen. She shared some great information on our podcast, which I'm very grateful for. So everybody definitely subscribe to Start With Christy. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Here we go. Financial grown-up tip number one. Christy talks about how... You can't just hustle and you can't just grind. Make sure you take a break during these holidays. When I asked on my Instagram for tips to get past procrastination, my favorite advice was to lean into it. Identify the reason you're procrastinating and make a plan. Financial grown-up tip number two. Becoming a financial grown-up doesn't just happen. It's a journey. And you can tell that from the way that Christy shares her own evolution as she grew up and experienced life. We're all going to have seasons of our life when we feel like we are making progress. And then times when we feel like we are, well, taking a step back. I've had some of that lately. And I know it's been a rough time for many of you. I personally truly appreciate all of your support. But there is one person I'm thinking of even more this holiday season. Our producer, Ashley Wall, is moving on after this episode to focus on, well, time with her growing family. She will remain part of the financial grown-up community, and we hope to have her back on some special projects going forward. But her work has made a huge impact on how this show and on all the things going on that go with it, including all those great quotes and videos you guys see on my Instagram. It's all Ashley's magic touch. Thank you, Ashley. You will be missed, but we'll get you back. Don't miss out on getting organized for the year. We'll leave a link in the show notes so you can all order your start planners from Christy. And big thanks to Christy Gayton for sharing her story and helping us all be financial grownups. 
Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.